Derek. Hey, man. How's it going? What going is well. up, Derek? Uh, man, I feel like we never talk anymore, aside from I these know. things. I know. I miss the office. I miss Me going too. back. Or going in. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> uh, welcome to Retro Time, everybody out there. I'm Jeremy. And what's your name? I'm Derek. You're Derek. Oh, yeah. It's good Still to be Derek. back. Um, we've got an interesting little topic today. Uh, we, um, this might turn into a retro bite, might be a full episode, depends how long Derek and I can talk about it, but, um, we're going to talk a little bit today about, uh, what is, what on earth is life going to be like after this dang old COVID-19 is done? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to go back to normal? Uh, and if, if not, what, what is going to be different? How is, uh, how's work going to be different? How's life going to be different? Yeah, let's throw a, let's throw a little credit back to the dude who gave us the, uh, this idea. Yeah. David, if you're listening out there, thanks for the hot advice, the hot tip. Oh, it was hot. Um, I think this is, yeah, I think it's going to be a good episode. Um, kind of interesting because we, you know, I don't know, we have a lot of assumptions, but I don't really know what's going to happen. Are you a mind reader, Derek? Are you a psychic? I'm working on it. I have a kit that I bought. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was eBay, so it was cheap, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was used. A and used kit. Yeah. It's, uh, looks kind of old. But um, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. Has it worked yet? Have you been able to uh, uh, Yeah, so it, the you have to plug it into the wall, and then you attach mm. it to your arm, and then you, you're supposed to press a button on it. <laughs> but I'm kind of nervous to press the button, worried I'll get electrocuted. I saw what happened in, uh, in Napoleon Dynamite when they, when they were trying to go back in time, and I don't want yeah. that to happen to me. Well, isn't that what kids are for? I mean, couldn't you just... Get one of the kids to do it. And I do have two of them, so if it fails the, the first time, I can always try again. Yeah, your genes will yeah, hopefully live that's on. true. I, I still know. have one. You always make okay. another one, too. There, that's a good idea. All right, do that later. Yeah, today. that's true. Yeah, let me, know. let me know how it works out. You bet. So, um, you know, it's interesting. So uh, being in the tech industry, um, aside from being at home, um, work hasn't really changed all that much. Um, obviously, you know, kids running around because schools are closed – um, but once they're able to go back to school, it's, it's interesting because, um, we're still able to open our computer and mm-hmm. type some things into a keyboard and make some, some code run and function and have things happen. So, I mean, has work really changed that much, you know, for you, Derek, what do you think? I mean, it's a little different in the, it was a little different at first because uh, a lot of the infrastructure of uh, the, the company that I work for um, just wasn't ready for a situation like mm, this, uh, some of the network infrastructure. So uh, there were some issues first couple weeks trying to get everybody just running their stuff because um, we were all connecting through, um, you know, networking infrastructure that just hadn't seen anything like this before. So that was been the only yeah. real difference. So Everything once that's fixed, similar. yeah, it's basically the same. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, so one of the things I've, yeah, one of the things I've noticed, we have Yammer uh, at work and people are posting about how impressed they are that they were able to do things. <laughs> They're like, can you believe we closed this deal? Can you believe we were able to do this working remotely? And it's funny. I, I just see that kind of stuff and it's just like, uh, yeah, how often did you guys actually see each other before? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you were right. Just in an office, like you were just down the hall. You just talking on, you know. Maybe you saw each other in the break room, but right. um, I would imagine for the most part, um, a lot of people right now are realizing that it's it's possible to work from home, 
And I'm curious what's going to happen when this is all over. Um, are people going to sort of revolt against the standard nine to five office job? Um, you know, what do you think? Do you think that's possible? You know, I, I think a, a few things are possible in that space. So when people come back, uh, there'll probably be a group of people who are a little bit nervous for a while to even go to the office. You know, um, they've been living this mm, life of having to sanitize. I had to sanitize all my, my, my food today. We went to Wendy's. Sanitize the cups and the, you know. I have not done that yet, dude. I We have not. <laughs> we haven't done that. I've seen a lot of people posting about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm not taking it seriously enough. I don't know. We haven't, I haven't done that. You're, you're probably okay. I mean, I just go overboard sometimes. Um, or maybe not. You know, I don't know. But that's the thing. I don't know. I've Nobody no, knows. So know. everybody has a different yeah. level of sort of fear or, or caution or whatever you want to call it about this whole thing. And with that, uh, pe- you know, everybody's going to be affected a little bit differently. And I think that uh, leadership and depending on the type of uh, company it, it is, if it's an older company, I would imagine they'd want to go back to the status quo quickly. Newer companies probably already are remote, you know? I mean, we mm-hmm. talked to... Uh, yeah. Pam, who yeah. uh, works for um, works for Automatic, and you know they are fully uh, remote all the time. While this is right. a little different for them, they're ready. They're already ready already. Yeah. So um. Already ready already. So uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be different for different people, and then um, going to take large companies a little while to catch up. Even yeah. though this happened, they, st- they everybody wants to get back to normal, but normal's not going to be normal for a while, you know. Yeah. I think when people say they want to get back to normal, what they really mean is like, I just want to go hang out and I want to go to the bar and I want to go to the restaurants and I want to just sit down and have a meal and drink a beer and my, you know, my local watering hole or whatever. I think that's what people really say when they want, I want to get back to normal. I don't think people really enjoy the nine to five office job. I mean, I, I like going to the office and getting out of the house, Yeah, but I'm not looking forward to the necessarily nine to five. Like I've been, I've been enjoying the hell out of having the kids at the house. Like we were building a fort in the couch this morning in between my meetings. And, you know, we watched a couple episodes of Octonauts cause it's been raining and stuff outside. So we haven't been able to go outside. So, you know, those kinds of things, I will miss that. I really will. It's like, I, I'm going to, you know, the kids are obviously going to be in school, so it's not like they're going to be at home or anything. Um, but I will miss that. I mean, one of my predictions, here's one of my predictions. Hit me. I don't know if they're, if companies will go to the remote, fully remote model, because there's a lot of things there that that I don't think people think about when they think of work from home. Time zones, like let's say if you have a company, maybe it's not a big lo- giant global corporation, maybe it's just a 10 person company, and maybe people are capable of working from home. Would you want a remote team that's across the country or in another continent, you know, or would you want people working from home but in the same city? or the same geo, like a geographical area so that they could come into meetings when they need a whiteboard or something, you know, or they can get together when they want to without having to deal with the logistics of people all across the world. Because that was one of the interesting things when we talked to Pam that she brought up, you know, because it's still, I think, really important to build relationships with your people and meet people in person and, you know, build relationships with them personally. And it's really hard to do that when you never meet them. Like never meet them. But if you're at least in the same city and you're working from home, you still have that opportunity to get together when you need to get together. Yeah. And I think if anything, that might be what comes out of this. Um, less, you know, giant offices and maybe more like smaller offices with a, with a, a meeting room or boardrooms or something when you want to get together. But you don't necessarily need the space for 50 people. Maybe you need the space for 20 people, you know. Um, I don't know. 
that's kind of something I, I could see happening. Um, I'm not sure the fully remote thing though is going to catch on. You know, know, it's funny when you started to talk about being in the same city, I'm curious if people are going to think more deeply about the industry they're in and the type of software they build and who it serves. If they have, Mm -hmm. um, if people are building software for a relatively local group, like if you're building software for, you know, the hardware store down the road, I don't know how many people do this, but (laughs) you know, it's local having, you know, and you want to try to be you know have everybody in the same location so you can go visit the site go visit the shop whatever for global companies though having people remote having people not remote but still being able to meet up because i mean Mm -hmm. i know uh working for big companies um getting people together is just such a hassle because you got to fly in places and we work in offices so it's still a hassle it's just such a pain and we know it's a lot of costs so you know, reducing the cost of actually having the office and increasing right. the number of meetups, you know, maybe a trade-off they're willing to make. Yeah. Who knows? I can see that big because I, I, I still believe, I, I feel like, you know, and again, I've, I've never worked in a 100% remote company, so it's hard for me to make a, an accurate comparison. But I feel like if I were working 100% remote, I would miss the interaction with my coworkers yeah. Um, on a, on a daily basis. And I would love to see maybe an option to work from home more often, maybe three or four days a week, um, three days a week perhaps, but still have some place to go to meet in person. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I definitely know. I wonder though, like, cause people, you know, you mentioned like everybody's perception of germs and stuff I've, now is, has kind of been heightened. And I wonder how long that will take to go away. Right. So like the open offices are, have always been like a big thing. Cause you know, uh, People talk about how it could be very unproductive. A lot of people, there's studies that show it's very productive. But obviously, if you don't, you know, people are coughing and you're sitting, you know, 10 people on a table, <laughs> no walls or anything, and somebody's over there coughing and germs are flying everywhere. Um, I mean, I'm sure people, you know, <laughs> probably said, hey, that's that's gross. Stop doing that. But now that it, they see that a, a pandemic can spread that way, I'm wondering how uh, how uh, open offices will, will, will uh, fare. After yeah. All this is, is said yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's um, it's that. You know, we talked about too. Uh, what's the idea of uh, shared office spaces as well? So mm-hmm. we have these, um, right. not just the large open offices within one company, but companies like WeWork who, uh, who, you know, get people together and from different groups. You don't know what their policies are. The other team right. you're working with, um, and you know that could cause some anxiety as well. Yep. And you go in with a bunch of people and you don't know if they're like how clean they are, if they clean their desk or not. And right. there's no poly. Like you said, it's a completely different company. They just have a rented desk next to you. So that's kind of interesting. I, I wonder about that. I don't know. I wonder, you mentioned, um, you know, playing in a band and stuff and yeah. being able to practice. I yeah. think you've got a You've got a darn good idea, Derek. Boy, this, you, so I this see is an opportunity. I see an opportunity. Tell you what. Okay. For anyone listening to this, this is free. Okay, I want, um, I want, I don't even want to cut. Okay, that's. I just want this to exist. (laughs) I just want this to exist. Okay, okay? that's fair. Um, Because I mean, honestly, you've already, you've already given me everything that I need by just listening to this podcast, and I appreciate you that much. That's your clicking like and subscribe. Yeah, click like and subscribe. (laughs) Uh, Five five star. Tell at least one friend. Um, (laughs) Have this spread like COVID. That's not right. (laughs) That's too soon. Um, Too soon. Boy, that is too soon. I'm gonna have to cut that out. Um, so anyway, uh, geez, that's wrong. Um, my sense of humor sometimes goes a little dark, so apologies there. Um, yeah, I will tell. So, um, the, the idea of, um, 
practicing together. So I've tried this before where you set up you know, your Facebook, you have all these different tools that you meet together and then you set it up and you start playing and everybody's off rhythm because everybody's latency is different at their houses. Like the internet wasn't set up for people to have incredibly low latency connections between each other. It was actually set up for, for uh, you know... Um, Voice? Like no, no. It was The internet was just set up for in, oh, just universities send dude, yeah. to send documents to each other. Yeah. Um, they were set up for old b- white bearded dudes to... To, to share their, you know... Ex- Anthropology research? Yeah, basically. Um, you know, Harvard and, and Princeton and, and everybody and MIT all uh, linked together. And so it just wasn't built to handle that. So uh, I remember I was uh, thinking about the um, working, doing uh, audio recording and, and hitting, a, hitting a millisecond delay of around 70 milliseconds. If you, if you put two, fo- two uh, like audio tracks together... You kind of start to hear the that they're different. It kind of creates space if you put them on the left and the right hand side, like the same audio track at about seventy milliseconds. It creates space for the audio, it makes it sound more like it has more volume. But um, if you go beyond that, it's it, your brain kind of switches, like twists around, and you're you're confused about is it coming from the left or the right or what is this? So um, I went and did a little uh, experiment, and I loaded up Google.com arguably one of the fastest sites in the world. In fact, I'm going to do an, a different one because I know how yeah. the architecture of lists. So Craigslist, I don't know if you know this. Craigslist, okay. But craigslist.com is, is one of the fastest loading sites on the internet. It's because um, it's like white and black. <laughs> just like um, there's standard HTML styling. Well, yeah, there's basically nothing there and it's yeah. very, very heavily cached. Um, craigslist.com loads at least, um, so I'm, sort of tunneled through Dallas, but um, loads in 72 milliseconds, the whole page. Oh, wow. The whole site? Whole site, 72 That's milliseconds. Impressive. And it's 11 kilobytes of data. That's wow. all of Facebook. So if, if, um, if the throughput that Craigslist is using, and of course they have, they're serving files that are static, different stuff, mm-hmm. you know, streaming data. Using that technology to stream between two uh, sites, uh, probably you probably have to use a custom peer-to-peer protocol or something like that because you need absolutely full control over every single aspect of the connection. But it could be a way to allow people to do things that are require low latency um, remotely. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of scientific stuff that they can't do because you know they need they need um, very very low latency to do it. Well, I tell you what, if you uh, you don't want to build it and make any money, anyone out there, if you want to build this and make money, give me a holler and I will design your interface and we'll make millions of dollars and Derek doesn't want to cut, so we'll just keep it for ourselves. <laughs> I want to ride on your boat. That's all I want. <laughs> you can give my, when I'm, yeah, you can Free ride. my boat. Free ride. It won't be a big boat. Probably a little paddle boat. It's um, all good. Um, but, uh, you can sit in the front. And when we catch when we catch those delicious fish in the bayous mm. of uh, uh, the Morapaw and the, uh, in the Wrigley, like my grandpa yep. used to say. Um, I heard it. All I ask is that uh, you skin them, yep. you fry them. <laughs> we'll, we'll send them to Jeremy Corbett. He, he and I'm going to pick the music <laughs> while we drink beers and sit on the bayou and, and eat the fish. Yeah, Honestly, right. do right. I even do Let's I even do need a million dollars? No, I just need that. No, man. You just, so, yeah. just drinking and eating catfish with my buds. Catfish is cheap, too. I'm yeah, you're cool. right. Let's do it. 
All right. So I'm for it. So we're going to more band practice remote. That's your prediction, you think? I think that's going to have to happen if, if this yeah. continues, you know, for another year or so. Yeah. Somebody's going to um, have to You could even something. do like recording albums virtually. You might not even get, you know, you get people from all over the world to record an album without having to actually fly. Recording is a little it. different because you can send an audio you could file. put it all together, yeah. Yeah, that's true. and then they could listen to it and play against it. It's, re, it's that Live real recordings. time. Live recordings, jazz yeah. Jazz bands. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You do like some, some jazz band recording. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. They did something. Um, yeah, anyway. So that, I don't know about, about you, but um, I'm married, so I don't have to deal with this. I know you are also married and don't have to deal with this, but I bet dating is going to be different after Ooh, this. Oh, yeah. Um, Didn't we have really, a friend that went on a date? Uh, yeah, we a did. COVID buddy date? at work. Yeah, and it was like a social distance date. They, they kept six feet apart the whole time. <laughs> I just like I, I have to be honest. I would have never even attempted to do this, but that is a bold. I, I got I you know what? Both of them, man. To just oh, yeah, get out just there do and that. do it. And I'm True, sure yeah. the conversation was great. Yeah, I guess they just walked on different sides of the street or something. I don't know what they did. This is like how um, I would have dated would have in sixth grade. <laughs> I yeah. would have been like, can we please stand six feet apart? Um, can yeah, we pretend like a, that there's a pandemic? Because <laughs> I think I feel like, a lot more comfortable that way. You know what? You know what will not be affected? Uh, junior high dances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to be exactly <laughs> Very true. Just, those will be exactly the same. <laughs> They're just the opposite sides of the room, and um, that's it. And just uh, awkward silences is going to be exactly the same. Nothing yeah. Will change. That so that's kind of comforting, actually. It is kind of comforting. Um, that piece of culture will I think uh, I think more more software that will enable you to uh, to kind of meet online and, and have uh, maybe not like you know dating because that obviously exists but um, meeting just platonic relationships I guess you know like um, virtual meetups I guess things like that where you don't have to get into a room and you can have people from various parts of the world you know just I don't know chat about design or technology or software um, or art whatever. Um, I know they probably exist now, but I'm I'm willing to bet those kinds of things uh, kind of grow in popularity after this. I don't know. I bet at um, least in the short term. You know, uh, it all this stuff we're talking about made me think of something, and I have a very clear prediction. And it's all it, it's not even something that that came from me. Uh, and I want to tell you, I want to talk about it after we after we you know cover all the things we want to cover here for for our uh, our friend David and uh, for all of our glorious listeners out there but i want to remind me about that say hey you had an idea that it this is this is sums up everything so just remind me that when we're, uh, we're ready to kick it to avoid before the end of the oh yeah oh, just for the end the you, didn't you have yeah. that crazy idea uh i will i will not forget all right don't um forget. one thing that i hope doesn't change um i and david when we were talking about this actually mentioned this um, we both live in Algiers Point. I don't know if you knew this. David lives in Algiers Point, best neighborhood in New Orleans. Um, and, you know, we've talked about how, like, everybody's getting on their porch and, um, you know, socializing and things. He, he asked me, he's like, have you noticed that people have been friendlier? And I'm, just, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, because you know what's interesting? Um, I, I guess it's because it, there's this shared burden and a mm. shared sense of, um, you know, working through this uh, this pandemic together I'm wondering, I feel like maybe it's brought people closer together. I hope that doesn't change. I don't know how true that is. I'm sure there's some psych- psychologists or something could could uh, give input there. But um, I have noticed that people have just been more, friendly. hey, do you need anything? You got everything you need? Let us know if you need to go pick it. I'm going to the store. You need anything? You know, those kinds of things um, I've noticed quite a bit more of. And David pointed that out, and I thought that was a, an interesting topic. That is interesting. 
you know. That is really I don't know if you've experienced that. Um, um, I have actually, yeah. Uh, our neighbors, we're we're feeling more like neighbors to them, and they're offering mm-hmm. things to us that they would never offered before. You know, uh, people are just being really, really kind, and uh, yeah, and they're cautious too, of course. But like, you know, we've had um, we brought we had an N95 mask. We brought it to a neighbor uh, who's a nurse. We had uh, uh, groceries and stuff um, that we picked up for people. Um, I mean, not a lot of things, but like if somebody needs something, get it. People have given us things like they had uh, stocked yeah. up on paper towels before the storm. They brought it to us. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I wonder if uh, going forward there's going to be any software that's going to be guilt, that's going to, um, how do I put this, that's going to uh, galvanize communities better. And yeah. make it so well, that they have, this... Yeah, they have um, they know. have stuff like that now, but I don't know how many people really use it. But um, Nextdoor, have you ever used that? I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. I've so heard it's, it's just it's a big complaining app. It is. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It just ends up like, oh, dog crap in my yard. Um, uh, but yeah, it's not... I don't know how much more effective it is than something like Facebook, but I, I could easily see Facebook maybe picking up on that and making a more local version, localized version of it. But yeah, it's interesting because um, the way that um, Nextdoor works is in order to sign up, you have to provide your address and they mail you a postcard with a unique ID and that is how you sign up. So you cannot fake, you know, I guess you could if you knew somebody and you could just get them to tell you what the code was. But um, you can't just, you know, say you live in a neighborhood without actually having some ties to that neighborhood. That's smart. Which is kind of interesting. Um, but then it does end up just like, oh, so-and-so's dog oh, got video, you know, and they're like poop shame people or something. But um uh, yeah, I wonder that that's true. But you know what I've, I've actually noticed is um, there's a, a correlation I found between times right after and before a hurricane. Mm-hmm. When um, you know you're about to evacuate and you exchange numbers with all your neighbors, hey, like keep an eye on my how you're staying. Do you mind just like calling me? Let me know yeah. how everything turns out. In a few I have a generator. Um, you need it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's something I felt like um, I've, I've kind of felt that except. Instead of a week, it's like now months, <laughs> um, and it's sort of getting normalized. Um, but I have kind of seen that. Uh, I felt that at least. I thought that was kind of interesting. But the uh, yeah, the virtual kind of uh, neighborhood kind of community, sort of localized, but still online. I wonder yeah. if that's Facebook was talking about that recently. How they they think that smaller groups. Uh, actually provide more like benefit to society or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, it's I true. We, we're built to operate in tribes. In, yeah. in in the workplace, in, you know, you've seen it in your office culture as well. You, you you work with your team, and when you see another team, you start instantly judging the work they do. Is it different than us? Is it the yeah. same as us? Why did you use that technology and not this technology? Because you're of tribe B, we're of tribe A. The company that I work for actually calls the groups tribes, which is kind of funny. Um, Isn't that, that's a Spotify thing, I think. It okay. did come from Spotify, yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if they still operate that way, but that's where uh, my company got the idea. So yeah. anyway, it's just, uh, I have a pretty strong feeling that that, that tribal thing isn't going to change. Um, yeah. oh, we yeah. need to, we need to, I, I, the, the term I was thinking of was like, instead of a next door that I'm just neighbors, but like a block party app where mm-hmm. it's like, like we're going to, we're going to maximize the fun of being neighbors. Yeah. You know, that would be so really just cool. your street, your sister, just your block or whatever. And it's just, street. it's yeah. just a constant party. Like whether it's online sharing stuff, funny stuff, 
um, sharing things like, hey, I have this cool, um, like, are you making a cake? I'm making 10 cakes. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and the occasional like, dog poop. And the occasional <laughs> dog poop, yeah. You put dog poop in the cake. Of course, there's always going to be weirdos uh, and mean guys and stuff. Um, that's you never know. I don't know. I'm, I'm too... Yeah, any- Anyone yeah. out there listening, uh, now you got some ideas. That's um, two, Derek two, two cut. brilliant apps that I just Derek doesn't want to cut. I want to cut. Uh, I'll make your I'll make your interface. Um, so yeah, and you've been playing. I know Animal Crossing. You see, you were, what would you say? You said it was uh, what the, the highest grossing. Yeah, I think it's of all time. I think it sold five million copies in like a week or two or something like that. Dang. Um, it was like the best best first sales of any game ever. Um, and I play it with my daughter. And uh, let me tell you something: you want to you want to exercise in restraint. Um, have your daughter be uh, in a, the same Animal Crossing <laughs> town as you. Jesus. So she, <laughs> let me explain. So we Please each do. have a house in this town, okay? Okay. And but the town is shared, so there's a limited amount of resources. So there's a limited amount of like uh, rocks you can hit every day to get resources there's a tree if you plant money it grows it grows money or, or it grows uh bells they call them in the game so it grows a bells tree. I like but that. only one person can shake the tree in the and so i i'm i'm just like i was like ronnie <laughs> ronnie I, i'll give you money later just let me get my character up to snuff okay <laughs> just and she's like i don't understand why i can't shake the bell tree and this is this this sharing this town thing. People have written about it, and they've talked about how oh, it's ruined no. relationships. People oh, wow. that play, yeah, because if you're in the same house and you only have one switch, you have to play in the same town. You can't make your own. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so you have to actually buy another switch to do it. So, anyway, it's fun. I, we have we, we're getting used to it and having a good time with it. But it's um, an interesting marketing move, though. I you know, like they they had to know that that would. I don't know. People like yeah, I don't buy know. extra switches because of it. I guess it's they're not that expensive. Well, you can't buy them stores. right now, so there's no. You can't even buy a switch. It's oh, like really? they're like four to four to seven hundred dollars for like a, a three hundred dollars. Oh God, thing. is that just because people are just looking for stuff to do? I guess. It's yeah, like and they they just ran out. They didn't switches. they didn't uh, ramp up production. They're trying to now, but um, you know, because production came out of China and all this COVID oh, yeah. stuff. So, yeah, but it's it's been interesting. Like, um, I've been playing more video games with my daughter, and that's actually been a fun social thing. Um, to do with her because because we talk the whole time and i hear how she sees things and and i hope that the good parts of video games rub off on her like the the, the exploration and the and the patience and the in the yeah i'm gonna die but i'm gonna try again and that kind of thing um rubs off on her because she's a super sharp kid and and it's just she's it's fun you know fun to play with her i hope she picks up on that yeah that's awesome yeah linus he's not there yet i know like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to deal with that at some point soon. He's four. Yeah. I don't remember I don't remember how old I was when I got I remember when I was in first grade, I had a, I got Super Mario Brothers, I think three. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cartridge. I was so excited and I took it to school. <laughs> I couldn't do anything with it. I just took the cartridge to school to show all my friends because I was awesome. so excited. I guess I was first grade, so I got like a couple of years, I don't know, a year or two to go before Linus is the, in that in the video games, I guess, but oh man, that'll be fun. So, um, yeah, I wonder any, what else, what else do you think is going to happen? Anything? I don't really have any other ideas. I'll lay, I'll lay my big plan on oh, you. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah, Derek, yeah. Let me lay that on you. Here, All right. So Dave, check Derek, this out. don't, uh, don't forget to do your thing. That oh yeah. You thanks for reminding me. Um, okay. <laughs> so the, 
idea I had was, have you ever seen the movie Demolition Man? I have. All right. So in that movie, they do not shake hands. Did you notice that? Oh, that's they, right. They, they put they... their hands and they just like shake their hands in front of each other, uh-huh. like, 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 a, like a wax on, wax off kind of thing. Right, um, right. And they say that it's because of the transmission of germs. They don't, they don't want to do it. So then I started thinking, oh, my God. And they also, they don't have sex. They don't procreate the same way. And so they like, don't have toilet they paper? Have, they, no toilet paper? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the seashells, I don't really understand yeah. how that plays into it. But <laughs> they, um, they have a, a like, virtual reality thing you put on in order to, you know, yeah. uh, when, when it's business time. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, man, the future may be very, very similar to one and, of the greatest uh, films ever made. Wesley uh-huh. Snipes, Sylvester Stallone, Demolition yeah. Man. Check it out. And uh, Taco Bell was the uh, the only restaurant to survive the corporation wars. <laughs> yes, yes, the fast food wars or whatever. And Elvis um, yeah. was really tiny. Yeah. Oh man, what a great movie! I'm gonna I mean, watch that I again. I would say one of one of Wesley Snipes' best. <laughs> it is one of Wesley Snipes' best movies. Oh man, but yeah, that's that's um, pretty much uh, how I'd sum it up. Yeah. So that's um, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm curious who you guys think out there. What do you yeah. think? Any predictions? Let us know. Um, leave a comment. Holler at us on Facebook. Tweet at us. Um, I'm curious to see what you guys uh, out there think because um, I don't know. I think there's some good things going on that we want to try to keep, some things in a positive direction. Obviously, people want to get back. I can't wait to just go and hang out. I'll be honest. Me too. I can't wait to go just sit at a bar again. And... Uh, not be stuck in my house or sit on my porch. It's been fun hanging out with the kids. I can't wait for them to get the hell out and go back to school. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. What is normal? Who knows? Are, we any, are any of us really normal, Derek? I don't know. I hope I'm not. not. You're not normal. And that's not a bad thing. Um, all right, man. All right, cool. Well, that's uh, that's it. Um, yeah, so check us out, facebook.com um, slash retrotimepodcast, twitter.com slash retrotimepod, retrotimepodcast.com for links. And um, we don't say this enough, but uh, leave a good review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't think you, can, you can't review Spotify, but leave a good review on Apple. We, we would love yeah. to get a, a good review. Let us know what you think. And um, you can hit us up at hello at retrotimepodcast.com if you have any ideas for topics. Another shout out to uh, to David one more time. I think this is a good idea. So uh, until next time, ooh, we got a good episode next week. I'm excited. Gonna, about uh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm excited about that. We got a good tease one. it, um, tease it. Uh, we're gonna um, have one uh, Tom Griever from. Uh, he wrote a book called Articulating Design Decisions, and uh, I'm really excited. We're gonna interview uh, our biggest guest yet. Our biggest guest yet. That's for sure. So I'm excited about that. Uh, keep an eye on uh, on your uh, your feed. And I guess that's it. That's all I got. I'm just rambling at this point, Derek. All right. Take it easy, guys. All right. Holler. See ya. Uh, yeah, so it, you have to plug it into the wall, and then you attach it to your arm, and then you, you're supposed to press a button on it.